0: what's up my beta cucks what's up my big titty goth girlfriends welcome to time is a flat circle a look at how humans keep getting it wrong i'm your host joseph the youngest and i'm back at it again with these fools for a kind of regular episode it looks like Um, gonna throw it over to uh, my main man my partner in crime uh the robin to my batman i don't know um i do? what's up <laughs> <laughs>
1: I was like, wait, which Robin which Robin am I? <laughs> <laughs> it depends whether or not a ticket's a combo. Uh,
0: Jason Jason Todd. You're the you're the one that uh, gets killed by the ticket. <laughs> <laughs> Rough.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh
0: Andre's Dick Grayson and Adrian is Damien. There you
1: go. <laughs> <Easy>. <laughs> that actually maps pretty well if you ask me. That's uh, pretty good. Hey, what's going on guys? It's Hondo here for another good podcast with my homies. Uh good to see everybody trying to think of something funny and quirky on the fly, but I'm drawing a blank. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and pass it off to the tallest one of us. Uh, Adrian, how you doing, sir? <laughs> really? <Rude. laughs>
2: uh, you guys look like ants from up here, that's all <laughs> I can say. <laughs> and I'm ex- excited for the pod. Uh, this one's like you know, a couple weeks in the wait- waiting, and I know um, based on uh, what we're going to be talking about, I know Andre's going to have a lot to say.
3: Speaking of which, I have, (laughs) I was just going to jump in. I have so much to say about just three and just four and just two, (laughs) but maybe not
0: just one, uh, but we'll get into all of that here in a little bit.
1: So many Jesses.
0: And the reason we're uh, talking in code here is because we're in a bit of a familiar situation at this point something that you can kind of expect from the preparation that goes into this podcast. Um, we were talking about a few movies this last episode where we wanted to get into certain kinds of archetypes, uh, that were a little less off looked at. And one of the things that came up was the movie triangle, which is obviously something that we've all watched
2: here. Correct. Yeah. It was part of the zeitgeist when it came out. That's what I, I remember it vividly, vividly. And, uh, for those of you at home
0: really wondering how honest we're being, um, about 50%. Because <laughs> two of us have seen the movie and two of us definitely haven't. Um, so well, we're going to let them figure out these. <laughs> through the course of this podcast, you can uh, cast your vote via Twitter. Um, who's seen it? All right. Well, I did read the plot synopsis. Uh, it sounds like Adrian was sent a, a, a nice little humorous version of a plot
2: synopsis maybe from Andre. No, I, I think it actually goes into like detail what what the movie was trying to get across, as well as give some really good plot lines. It's just it's so convoluted that you have to start numbering the characters, and then it, it just kind of gets hard to read. Okay.
3: Not me though. I had him. I knew who who was everybody the whole way through. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, um I want to start off with just a quick take on the movie because it sounds ridiculous. Uh, Honda, go for it. <clears throat> Lay it on me. Oh, man. So, you want me to try to explain the plot? Um, Jesus. No, just a take. Just a, 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 a quick take. Okay. so Not a hot, yeah. not a hot take. Okay. So, yeah. Quick My take.
1: quick take is that it's obviously a parody or um, what do you call it? It's like a, a metaphor for uh, something that's happened in Greek mythology. I thought it was a pretty cool concept how they applied that. I um, yep. can't remember what the dude's name was, uh, but I thought... syphilis right um yep that's it Um, so yeah the greek god syphilis um i thought that was really cool (laughs) i love how they took his story and tried to apply uh, a real life context to it um i thought it was pretty crazy how um yeah i think it I just thought of this right now. I think this was pretty symbolic of what the theme of our uh of our podcast is in the sense that time <laughs> is a flat circle, a way that people Is triangle? Triangle really a is a yes, it is a parody of time is a flat circle because people keep getting it wrong and I think this movie was a good way to show that uh people don't change <laughs> and at the end of the day they're doomed to repeat the same cycles of their transgressions.
0: <laughs> good take. I feel like uh, I now have seen the movie. (laughs) Yeah, I think that was spot on. (laughs) So is the the mythology... Okay. The Bermuda Triangle aspect of it was kind of lost on me. uh, Like why the movie was called Triangle until I got maybe all the way done with the plot synopsis. I was like, (laughs) oh... Bermuda Triangle. Okay, <laughs> makes sense.
3: Wait, you didn't I just assumed like they're on a boat and it's called Triangle, it's going to have to do with the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah,
0: I did not put two and two together. I mean, I I don't know what I thought. I I was not really concerned with why the movie is called Triangle once I started reading the plot because it's wild. Um <clears throat> Okay, before I get into uh Andre's take cuz I think it's going to be a little more in depth, I want to find out if this tracks. Kind of sounds like trying to explain primer with all of the different loop cycles of the time travel Um, I don't think there's time travel in this movie but it does kind of sound like the same kind of uh, string uh, strings of trying to explain people's character motives and character arcs are really hard to do because of how many times do you see each character as a different version of themselves is that track at all
3: i wasn't listening <laughs> okay
0: all right well let's get into it andre quick take oh no long take long take yeah so my take is the
3: same as hondo's and essentially when we started i started like calling out okay that's what had like this happened here this is this person this is that person and kim was kind of like following along um but she's my record for like i got it right um,
2: and what exactly did you get right? I feel like there's a lot of vagueness going on.
3: Okay, so the for the original radio call, I was like, "That's them calling from the future, back to themselves."
1: From the future or the past?
3: Like they're on. They're on the boat, and they get the radio call, and it's like, you know, you have to help us or whatever. Like that is them calling themselves. Okay. Um, I called which Jess was the Jess in the suit with the bag. Okay. And then I was, well, I was just able to like keep track of which Jess was which Jess throughout the film. Mm-hmm. And then I kept losing her. Okay. Um, so they were like all of the big ones. And I was like, oh, we're just, this is, this is Groundhog Day. Like we're stuck in the time loop. That's what's going on.
1: Well, so, okay. And you bring up a good point there, Andre, because I feel like uh, one character was stuck in the time loop, but it was weird because, like, it's so it's six friends that get stuck on a boat together. Five of the friends die. The one girl who's... Well, he- he- Heather dies immediately. Yeah, Heather, she could not be in the movie and this wouldn't affect anything at all. So I'm like, six people. Yes. <laughs> um, six people get trapped on a boat. Five of them die. But when those five die, the main character stays alive. But then the sequence th- of them coming onto the boat repeats itself.
3: Yeah. So at all times, there are three Jesses on the boat. Yes. There's the one that... And there's only two versions of everyone
0: else. Yes. How so th- when do they beat the artist?
3: Uh, so no joke that happened.
0: <laughs> Wait, yeah, what? no no, I know that happened. I want to know <laughs> I want to know what that's about. So that, like, at the end,
3: at the beginning of the movie, they're, they're showing clips, and it's, like, her with her son, and you can tell he's special needs, and she's, like, cleaning up some paint that he spilled. And you get to the end of the movie, and, like, she's beating him and, like, yelling at him, and it's, like, oh, you're a terrible mother. Like, that's what this is. Wait,
2: is it? Is this, like, a, there will be blood?
3: There was some blood. Actually,
1: <laughs> there, no, there was a
3: lot was of blood, in this, lot of but blood. you didn't have to wait till the end. <laughs> also, baby Thor was the hilarious... The, biggest cameo like I love that he was yeah I didn't
1: recognize that was him at first with the buzz cut and clean and clean cut facial hair yeah this must have been post Miley I guess
3: and you just needed some money I don't know
1: pre Miley yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah so the whole idea behind it and I man this is a hard one to figure out is like the whole idea it's Groundhog. yeah it's Groundhog Day but it's not something that she needs with murder yeah but it's not something that she needs to fix it's a consequence of a decision that she chose to make So the whole idea is like she's trying to cheat death and because she's constantly trying to cheat death, death is constantly putting her in this cycle of thinking she can get out of it only to find out that she's never leaving it in the first place. So the tricky thing about this movie is that it's it's based off a series of time loops, but it's several smaller time loops all wrapped up in one bigger time loop. So what ends up happening is at the beginning of the movie, you're like, okay, she gets trapped in this on the ship and the ship itself is a bunch of time loops but then at the end she ends up getting off of the ship only to go back to the beginning of the movie where it first started like Memento style. So that's where it-
3: So it's like if
1: you took Groundhog
3: Day and then you ran a Groundhog Day inside of Groundhog Day.
1: Yeah, if you
2: took so it, yeah. So is the movie trying to get across that this is like a like per, her Day. her purgatory?
3: Yeah, so that's the way I I explained The came at the end was, like, we talked about the guy pushing the boulder up the hill constantly, and, like, this is her boulder.
0: Okay, so, all right, fucking stupid already, because (laughs) why call call it triangle, then? Why need any kind of uh, Bermuda Triangle, like, uh, angle? I think
3: that was in reference to the fact that there are three of her on the boat at all times, so, like, it's
0: the triangle of her. But still, why... Why reference the Bermuda Triangle? It doesn't need to be in the movie at all. Like, I mean, it you sounds can sounds like have some, anything be... It,
2: it's like misdirection, though, right? Like, it's like you go in and you thinking it's one thing, and it's- then it's like, oh, no, this is an ace fable about purgatory and why you shouldn't be a shitty person. Also, don't beat your autistic kid.
3: Yeah. yeah. It's a bad idea.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I get that, that. Like, showing that part of it, I guess, does make sense in terms of, like, if you want the viewer to believe that this is a karmic reaction for bad behavior, Yeah show that scene but if it's the just the bermuda triangle i mean you could be left to surmise that like anyone even a good person could get caught in the bermuda triangle and get stuck in a time loop where they're not killing people yeah but Um, it's just like a a a cool fun time loop i
1: feel like they did that though to intentionally mislead you like you see a ship you see a ship out on the ocean and weird shit happens like you're gonna think oh that's bermuda triangle stuff so i i think andre was cool because he caught he caught what the whole premise was in the very beginning i didn't And it threw me for a fucking loop when I started realizing that it was a series of time loops. Like, I caught it when they started talking about uh, the Greek god and what the story was. At that point, I was like, oh... That's what this is going to be about. So it's going to be a bunch of the same shit
0: happening over and over
1: again. So they,
0: they actually reference Sisyphus in the movie. It's not just like an inference that you can make.
3: Well, so the name of the boat is his his dad. Like the god that was his dad, that's the
2: name of the boat.
1: Yeah. And then when they're all on the boat, they're first walking through the hallways. And then you see a big picture of syphilis with the boulders. And it shows you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Sticking with it. I like it.
1: <laughs> it's, it shows the story of him pushing up the boulder. And then they do like a two minute explanation of what that story is and that's where it's like okay and then never touch on it yeah it's just like
2: is the the explanation like given via like animation like jurassic park (laughs) or harry potter
1: no actually so i do want to take a
3: quick time out and just like everyone vote on who's seen the movie now that we're 10 minutes in
0: (laughs) (laughs) for the one person still listening because none of this makes sense if you haven't seen the movie which is kind of where i'm at um uh I'm kind of trying to wrangle this one in a little bit um, actually this might
1: be a fun podcast we can try to see if we can get y'all to conceptualize the story without actually seeing it because I don't think you can
0: there are also so many dead bodies I don't know I can i I feel like I, I captured the story pretty well all right now that you've um described the essence of the the I guess the the, the pathos that goes along with the story it makes sense. Um, It does sound like pretty lazy writing, but um, I'll gloss over that part. I mean, it's It's
1: like, hey, how do I take a a Greek tragedy and make a movie out of it? Like, I I think it's the plot itself. When you understand it, it's pretty straightforward. But I think if you're not aware or if it's not blatantly put in your face, I think it can kind of throw you for a loop. And the only reason
3: I say so, I'm going to go on a limb here and like, is Groundhog Day the story of Odysseus? Odysseus. Odysseus. You mean Sisyphus? So, no, I mean Odysseus. Like, he couldn't, he couldn't leave. He couldn't get home.
2: But no, he's going through he the goes, same thing every day.
3: He goes through this journey, and he just can't get home. Yeah,
2: but he's doing different
1: things. He goes to different islands and speaks to different people and fights like yeah. different wars.
3: Which is what Bill Murray does. No, it's the no. same. It's,
2: it's the same situations. It's the he's, same. He's day. just reacting well, no, differently. Every, like
3: he goes and he learns about everyone in the town. And
1: I, I would argue every. Er, I would argue Memento is closer to Odysseus than uh, Groundhog Day because Groundhog Day, you're repeating the same 24 hour period.
2: I feel like Groundhog Day, Memento and this movie are all just the Sisyphus, which is all just like a uh, the idea of like purgatory. Like in the afterlife, you're
1: you're stuck you in your own hell keep- to repeat the same series of circumstances that got you there. Right. Like Yep.
2: Yep. Yep.
0: Yeah. That's a good description of Groundhog Day. And then th- there's so many. Uh, it's kind of funny that it's a. Is that a genre of movie? Is that a is this a archetype of a kind of movie? Uh, so
3: one of the things, and I don't know if it's a movie, but like I love watching TV series that do a Groundhog Day episode. Like it's my absolute favorite thing. So did you like Russian
1: Doll?
2: I never saw that one. What, how have you not seen that one? It's literally the whole series is Groundhog Day.
1: How have you not seen Triangle? That's, that's that was weird. the topic of this podcast, Adrian. <laughs>
0: <laughs> good point. Good point. <laughs>
1: Wait, and, and uh, so again, as an example,
3: like the most recent one I saw was uh, I forget what Legends of Tomorrow. They did a Groundhog Day episode, like season two or season three. That was hilarious.
0: There's a it, it comes up a lot. I feel like it's coming up maybe more often in uh, media nowadays than I don't know. I can't think of the first. Is Groundhog's Day the first? Uh, I guess successful
2: inst- instance. Why not Sisyphus? I think and that one's lasted a couple couple millennia, right? It's <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty successful. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> fair point. Fair point. But what is what is this the what is the archetype that's being conveyed in all of those stories? Um, futility.
2: Mm.
3: I mean, I think it's the way you look at it. So to me, it's and maybe the triangle is a bad example well not really so she it's learning from what you did and she does to a point and then she just messes up again
0: so it's like you have the opportunity to grow and then just like blowing it off or your true nature is always going to be exhibited it doesn't matter how much you think you change because of the experiences that you have you're always going to be that same shitty person or the parts of you that are shitty don't ever go away. You just get better at masking them or, um, I don't know, that's- defending against the consequences of them.
1: See, that's good. And, Andre, maybe you can help me out with this because I, I, I agree with what y'all are saying. But with the terms of triangle, I struggled with this because when you, at the end, when she throws away the pigeon that she hit on the, with the windshield... You're like, okay, cool. She's trying to get away from it. And then when you look down, you realize that everything's just been one big circle all over again. That means Mm. that she's gotten on the ship knowing that her son died several times, right? And I guess the part that I struggled with is how does she keep forgetting what's happened? And why does she keep... like? It shows that she can break the loop because she Mm. ended up interacting with another version of herself. But it seems like if she's done this so many times, at some point she would retain the information, but it seems like she keeps losing it.
3: So there was a like a very small mention when she's comforting him and she's like, oh, it was just a bad dream. It was a bad dream. And she falls asleep in the cab and wakes up at the dock. So I think when she gets out of the cab, she just thinks it was a bad dream
1: and goes about her business. Oh, and that's where she puts herself in denial.
3: Yeah, and then on the ship, like, oh, I'm having deja vu. Like, yeah, you are because you've been there before. But she just thinks it's deja.
1: Oh, so it could be like a psychotrauma trauma kind of thing where she mentally blocks it out, and that's the part of her purgatory yep. where she has to relive it for the first time every single time.
3: Yeah. Oh. and that's your own personal health Shit, dude, that movie that deep.
0: <laughs> Is this- I want to dive in. Yeah, I want to dive into the purgatory aspect of it because I think that's the most interesting angle to take on this. Um, or that may that, that may be the only interesting angle. Otherwise, I don't, think, I don't think this story kind of holds holds water for me. Uh, pun intended.
1: The ship hasn't but, um, set sail for you yet, Joseph. Yeah, it
3: just hasn't. It hasn't set sail. I
0: I I can kind of see uh, leaning into that purgatory aspect. I can kind of see that is um, what's maybe the through line between the those kind of story cycles where you do have a groundhog's day um i think that was probably the intention of groundhog's day um just kind of making it humorous was kind of a i don't know a way to make it more palatable uh so that people could actually uh access it without having to feel terrible because <laughs> y- you could easily see that there's uh, not a um there's a mental toll that's taken on the main character. Like Bill Murray plays it yeah. off well because he's Bill Murray and he can fucking do anything, right? But, but
3: there is there's a whole montage of him like committing suicide. Yeah, or yeah, you yeah. You
0: can't. I mean, you couldn't get away with that now. I, I don't think there's an actor that could really pull off making that funny. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, it's it's kind of just kind of the true reality of of some people's lives, maybe. And how they feel uh, stuck in a kind of purgatory. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm reading too much into it. Maybe yeah. the the plot synopsis was better than the movie.
2: <laughs> well, I, I kind of feel like to the like the point of like when you're thinking about purgatory and why it feels so. Damn depressing in any of the context. No matter what, like how humorous the metaphor is, or wherever the director or the movie maker ends up taking that metaphor, it's the fact that like the to be in purgatory, you're already dead. Like the opportunity to fix any of those wrongs is gone. Is it the opportunity to fix or the opportunity to accept?
1: I'm I'm
3: asking because
2: accept, okay, fix, accept, atone. I mean, whatever, whatever floats your boat. Like that, that's all kind of gone. Well,
3: so, but at that stage you're saying that like, you can't get, you can't ever get out of purgatory. No,
2: I mean, it's, it's almost like you, you just got to take the punishment, right? Like, however it, whatever you, you feel like is that maybe at some point she gets off the boat and never goes back on.
1: Well, and that's, and so that's kind of what we were saying with the purgatory pieces, because in the movie, she actually does get off the boat and then she finds her way back to the house but when she gets back... To,
3: Which is where you see her beating her son. Yeah, and
1: it get, when she get her going to the house at the end of the movie, starts the beginning of the movie all over again. And that's where it's like, it's a bunch of little circles inside one big circle.
2: Yeah, it's like maybe there's a time where she doesn't go back to the house.
1: Like, yeah, and that's where... So there's at, towards the end of the movie, before it starts all over again, so she ends up getting in a car wreck with her and her son, and then their bodies are laying out there. This one scene I think is meant to be metaphorical, but it doesn't fit in the movie. And this is where it gets kind of shitty is like, there's dead bodies everywhere. Everyone's panicking. She's standing by herself. And then a random guy that is posing as a taxi cab driver just comes up and says, Hey, can I give you a ride? Where do you want to go? Like totally calm, no demeanor. And so Andre, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that was supposed to be symbolic of, um, like her, her, the cab ride is the crossing of her into past purgatory. Like,
0: the river sticks. Yeah. Like it's
3: said. Uh, yeah, so I I took on. that as like he was death. Yeah,
1: he was death, and he's saying, I can give you the option to accept your death, or if you don't accept it, you're gonna have to repeat the same cycle over and over again. Because what ends up happening is she asks him to take him to the harbor, and then when she goes to the boat that the whole movie starts on, he asks, is like, Hey, I'll leave the meter running if you promise to come back. And then she goes, Yeah, I'll come back, I promise. And the whole idea behind syphilis is that he did, he made a promise that he couldn't keep. And so as a result, that's why he was doomed to repeat the same cycle over and over again.
3: Because she tells. Hondo, did you read the the synopsis that I sent over?
1: uh, If it's the one that I read, probably, because it's the one where they call them uh, one, two, they number everybody one, two, and three, right? Yeah 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 because yeah. yeah, you just
3: you just spit out the last like two paragraphs
1: yeah that's yeah sorry this is not my own information i got this from a thing that we read online <laughs> but yeah the whole thing is like the cab driver's death and by her promising something to death that she never gave him she's doing to repeat the same thing over and over again so she's Wait, Dormammu, she's, she's coming to Dormammu to bargain.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Back to the Marvel Universe.
2: Yeah. And I'm not sure, like, in the, like, the traditional, like, Christian way, like, you're supposed to think about purgatory. But at least, like, the the way I always thought about it, it, it kind of is that, right? Like, your, your soul has all kinds of regrets or what have you. And you have to, like, come to terms with those. And once you come to terms with those through, through whatever, like reliving those until like you can accept that you were a terrible person at that one point in time or, or what have you. Can you actually like go, go past purgatory like to whatever you're going to do next. And maybe, and maybe hell is uh, but, not, but, not being okay. able to get past that. Right. Like you, you can't accept all the things that you're, you did. So
0: you just have to relive it. Yeah. Yeah. What, what you're describing though is uh, Dante's journey you go like purgatory as the as the first step is like the only way to purge through the um, inadequacies of your soul is to traverse all the way through hell like you have to go through all of the circles of hell to climb down the devil's back and upwards and whatever out again
2: I um, thought it was out of Zenix <laughs> I mean but, but <laughs> wouldn't that kind of mean that like they're all these stories are kind of like a uh, touching on the same thought is just like communicated a little bit differently
0: no I, I think that's fair I think that's what we've been trying to get to the whole time like everyone's just kind of saying a different version of the same thing um,
1: yeah I think that, Yeah, it, I feel like this movie was they. it was supposed to be a plot twist but the plot twist was based off of something that's actually existing versus like an M. Night Shyamalan movie where they just completely throw you left field that you would never expect that to happen in the first place so like they lived in a park the whole time yeah like god god that was so dumb but yeah something
2: like that so would you say this was better because it it actually resonated with you or like would you have liked it to for her to be in a park the whole time
1: (laughs) yeah no I think this one resonated with me because uh, again my personal enjoyment came out of the fact that they took a greek mythology story and they were able to interpret it in a way that I wasn't expecting um I really thought that when she got off the boat that was the end of it and then when I found out that the entire movie's one big cycle it's a it's one big cycle that's a series of little cycles that's when I was like holy shit this is a good movie and that's what made me truly enjoy it and I think that's how a mo- movie like that is supposed to be it's it's supposed to be breadcrumbs it's supposed to be feeding you along enough to keep watching it you think you have it figured out only to find out that it's nothing of what you thought from the first from uh, everything that you watched and I thought that's what that's what got me to enjoy it, at least. Is like every time I kept moving forward, I found out something different, and it changed my opinion of what I thought it was.
0: So, have you all read the creepy pasta, the no end house? Because this, no, this is this no. is basically that.
1: What what
0: what? what? Uh, yeah, there's a creepy pasta. It actually was adapted into um, that one series on sci-fi um, that just makes whole seasons out of creepy pasta stories uh one of the seasons is about the no end house and the original creepypasta is just like a, a haunted house that you go through um and it starts off really cheesy uh but things get creepier and creepier as you go through each room in the house um and they're like locked off after you pass them uh kind of i don't know harry potter chamber of Secrets style um or which one is that one that, that was sorcerer's stone never mind but uh You pass through each room as a trial um, of your, I guess, courage or whatever. I don't know. Uh, But it keeps getting creepier and creepier until at the end uh, there is, um, I think it's just the narrator sitting in front of himself and that is terrifying to him. But then he gets out of the house and he makes it through that last room and is super freaked out and heads home. And realizes that once he gets to his home uh, he's just in another room of the house because as he opens the door nothing is um, right there's like pieces of uh, his life that are just still wrong and he's left to kind of deal with the fact that his life is now part of this haunted house that he's trying to get out of uh, as the last room um, yeah so it's like
2: psychosis. Like, so is the whole world like the last room like he opens the door and it's like ah the the house is is the globe. Exactly.
0: But like things are wrong. But mm-hmm. it could just be like it's it's a creepy positive because it's, uh, some I don't know some weirdo made it as a metaphor for psychosis or like why people have psychosis. But it makes sense. I mean it it kind of it kind of just describes what we were all just describing.
3: So I do have a really random question, uh, and Hondo, maybe you can help here. So what we were watching just three go through the cycle. Or at least, like, no, no it wasn't just three. It was, like, just 77.
1: Just, just
3: 77? Because of, like, all of the dead bodies already, like, this wasn't the first just three, but it was, like one of the odd number Jesses so how did this happen to Jess 1 because there wasn't a Jess 3 for Jess 1 to kill originally
1: Um, yeah there is because when, I can't forget the numbers, but when she leaves the cruise for the first time there's still a Jess that's on the boat at that time and that Jess that's there is the one that she sees when they first arrive on the boat
3: but that's what I mean just one doesn't have a just three to kill in the mask because just one is
0: like the first just
1: no just three is still there because like oh, this is going to be another layer just one. I feel like
0: y'all are y'all are y'all are getting y'all are getting caught up in the semantics of this if if the whole if the whole but okay the the whole um, idea is that once she kills everyone on the boat then the cycle starts over correct correct so the first one just went crazy and killed everyone on the boat and then the, okay, they came Okay, but back. then
3: just two showed up. And, like, the, the original one, two, and three doesn't make sense. After that, when you get to number three, it's perfect. It runs for the... Loop runs infinitely. Well, no. But, like, number one and number two don't make sense.
2: Yeah, because think, how could how could there be one left over if there wasn't one left like, over? Like, yeah, how did it? the original one kill the
3: original three if three was on the boat after number one
1: because it's it's a, it's it's, a, it's end game time travel all over again <laughs> plot holes no it's the i thought it was because it again it's a little loop inside of a bigger loop so one's already there when they start the new big loop this makes no sense if you haven't seen the movie so sorry joseph yeah, sorry no, adrian
3: I, I, <laughs> yeah I, I was really just trying to fuck with adrian there the most part.
0: I, just, I do i do i do want to get into uh Adrian why exactly did you recommend this movie again
2: uh, I I, um, I think I googled mindfuck movies to recommend to your friends and then I found a list and then that list had like a comment to like a reddit thread and then I went to the reddit thread and then it was like these are Jesus. terrible movies oh man you, you spent so much time finding the movie you could have just watched the movie
3: <laughs> but Too now easy. I have Too easy, man.
2: now I have a list now I have a list I'm not watching any more movies. (laughs) I mean, it sounds like this did resonate, though. Like, it sounds like you actually enjoyed getting around. I love Groundhog Day, man. Of course, it did.
0: Yeah, Yeah. I will say, Andre, how how pissed off would you be if uh, Adrian had recommended Holy Mountain and had never seen it (laughs) and made you? Oh, no, I was sorry. What That's
3: were you going to say, the biggest and secret it? of all. Adrian's actually never seen Holy totally
2: <laughs> No, I've I've seen it way too many times. That'd be funny.
1: No, I guess Andre. Okay. The only question so, that I had, Andre, is the only thing that frustrated me was her refusal to interact with the group. With like for just one to interact with the with the number twos of the group, I was like, that was the only thing that frustrated me. Is I don't I didn't understand why she felt the need to hide from them and not interact with the group as a whole.
3: Yeah, so like at any point, you could have just run downstairs and said, Hi, I'm the same person. We're stuck at a time We're loop. We're stuck at a time
1: loop. Get back on the boat. Don't leave here. Yeah, that's all you had to
3: do was go sit on the stairs and wait for them to show up. Yeah, me. okay. That's the okay. same
1: thing that I had in that... Every,
3: everyone in these movies has never seen a sci-fi movie. Yeah.
1: Okay, that, that, that was probably the one frustration that I had with this. is like She wanted to interact with the characters one-on-one. But she never wanted to interact with the group as a whole, and that just never made sense to me.
0: Yeah, because there wouldn't be a movie otherwise. Yeah. You
3: so he So here's the good question: Is like, which Jess does each of us map
0: to? <laughs> I think I'm, just, I'm the first one because I can't
2: exist. <laughs> <laughs> just two? I think I'm, I think I'm a Jess two.
3: Are you a Jest 2? Just, two? just no, 2 dies. Just 2 doesn't make it off the boat. Only one in three
1: do. Eight, no, Adrian, Adrian's the Jest that's beating his son and then gets hit over the head with a sledgehammer.
0: <laughs> uh, which one jumps off He's the boat? He's the one that beats his son. <laughs> <laughs> Is there one that jumps off the boat every time?
1: Uh, that's with with that... They all jump off the boat depending on which variation you're looking at. That's the part that it's hard to explain over our podcast. <laughs> they all, like, all
0: right,
2: I'm, the, I'm dude, the one that do we that need only like a back board? Dude,
3: like, no, for you to draw yeah, stuff? No, nope. I need 100% to do like Josh is going to be sweaty. What's his name from InfoWars? <laughs> Alex Jones.
1: <laughs> yeah, there you go. He already is yeah trying to explain this would be like Charlie from It's Always and Sunny when he's in the post room trying to figure out who he's trying to get the mail to
0: Carol okay. Carol I love that that whole episode is just uh, based on the fact that he's illiterate like there's so many episodes where it's just like the joke is he can't read because <laughs> it says like care of <laughs> and he keeps thinking it says Carol <laughs> Uh I don't know if this is something that uh maps to um current events, but let's try anyway. Oh, I got it. <laughs> Those mass sho- mass shootings. Mass shootings.
3: Oh, you mean the like like outrage Facebook posts, nothing changes, another mass shooting, like the circle that everybody posts. Yeah, man, Sisyphus.
1: I was going to use, like, Las Vegas, or I was going to use, like, 1990s and to early 2000s pop groups getting, like, a revamp. Like, Jennifer Lopez came out with the new album, Backstreet Boys are touring again. It's like everyone falls for the same music all over again.
0: Nah, I think that's just the push and pull nostalgia cycles. I think that happens to, like, every generation. We just have more access to things than previous generations did.
2: Do you, do you think Jennifer Lopez is living in her own personal hell? Like she thought she was done <laughs> and then she has to like go, go back to going on stage again. This is
0: her boat. AJ? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Another tour. Well,
0: yeah. She, the cycle, the cycle is pretty well defined too, by like music and then like a movie role that doesn't pan out well about, uh, I guess growing up in New York, it's like, like, uh, feminist independence like it, it it just isn't critically a success and then she's like gone for a little bit and then comes back with music because what was it the first one was enough and then the the there was another one that just came out
2: where I thought I thought enough was like uh nominated for awards and stuff yeah but
0: she she didn't get a role after that oh, she was in all those rom-coms yeah she didn't get Nobody like an acting a, acting role like that yeah. is an acting role but She didn't get like a a, what is it Oscar bait role after that. She like had to work herself back up. This one's tough. I feel like I'm stuck in a time loop myself.
3: Almost as if time were a flat
1: circle. Flat triangle. Flat
3: triangle. (laughs) (laughs) Can we please
1: change it?
0: I was like, dude. Did
1: (laughs) Did we name our podcast wrong? Should we have named should we named it a flat flat triangle this whole time?
2: A round I'm just, triangle? I'm just kind of bummed that... uh a round triangle? I'm kind of bummed that... <laughs> I mean, that's basically what a circle is, right? <laughs> what are you bummed at, Adrian? Uh, that, that if uh, this had done well, they would have had a sequel, and it could have been Triangle Squared.
3: <laughs> are you just mad that, like, Hondo and I both really enjoyed this movie? <laughs> no,
2: no. I mean, I, I think it was great that there was actually, like, fodder to... talk about uh i was i was kind of hoping that it would be interesting enough that we could fill a whole episode um how surprised it was as deep as it is i think i'm gonna actually have to see it now
3: so there are two two kim inputs i need to relay to you guys that were hilarious in the moment and honda's gonna laugh at these um but when she wakes up on the beach Uh honda like towards the end she's off the boat she's on the beach and she gets up. Kim's like she's on an island of hers. Like it's all just her, <laughs> her alive and like her everywhere. There's like a alive. thousand of her there. Yeah. And the second one is uh, when the when she gets into the accident. Kim goes, she was driving the eighteen wheeler.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> No, by the end of it, like when you start it, when you catch drift of what the movie's doing, you're literally expecting like, oh, that's going to be her. Like I half expected the neighbor to be her when she went, uh, when she came back to the house the second time. The old man, yeah. Like I thought that was going to be like an old version of her or something like that.
0: Yeah, I don't get. I'm I'm back to square one in terms of trying to figure out what this movie is trying to uh, convey. Because it sounds like we 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 came up with a better um, idea than maybe the, the, the people that made the movie did. Yeah.
3: So it's, it's, I think this one is the opposite of what Adrian was doing with Mad Max. Like this one did a really good example of like, Hey, here's the purpose of this movie. We're going to get this across to you. There is no hidden agenda about don't Barry get it and work twisted. Wives.
2: Uh, work wives. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, I feel like this was a pretty literal interpretation of, like, if you cheat death, you're screwed. <laughs> Thinking that's pretty- but,
2: is, but is it cheating death, or is it like, until you can accept death, you're stuck in hell?
1: Well, and so that's where I mean, in terms of the story, the story was that uh, he lied to death, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, And then, so they make it, I just feel like they did some points in the movie where, first off, they made it very obvious they were explaining the story, and then at the end of the movie, when she's in the cab they made it very obvious that the cab driver was like, Hey, you promise you'll come back. Right. And then she looks, she's like, yeah, I'll come back. I promise. And then she doesn't come back. And so it's just, I feel like they were doing very obvious cues to that, which is why I'm like, okay, that's makes sense. Why it's such a literal, uh, why it's such a direct interpretation.
0: So would there be other stories that are, um, I go, I don't know. There's gotta be, there's gotta be other examples. Oh, okay. Uh, how about, um, what is it? Oh brother, where art thou?
1: Yeah, I love that. Yeah, one. that's an interpretation of Odysseus. That's just, that one was based off of Odysseus, right? Like the director, stream yeah, it, yeah. or the writer. Yeah. So,
3: so my favorite thing was that, like, afterwards they admitted neither one of them had ever read the book. What the Co- the Coen brothers? Is that who made that that movie? It was a it was a pair of brothers. Are we all googling it at the same time? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was the the Coen brothers.
0: I still don't oh. get where it's like. Uh. There's, there's uh, too, what are you there's, confused on, Joseph? Well, there's just too many things. Like, it can't be all of the reasons. It can't be like all of the reasons we came up with. Uh, it's it's the Bermuda Triangle and also it's purgatory and also it's no, it's, uh, it's not the
3: Bermuda Triangle. Greek it's tragedy.
0: Just and she's in hell. Like, is it is it supposed to be all those things or did they
2: keep picking up why, pieces why are as they, they went along? The Bermuda Triangle, I think, is more of a Misdirect, misdirect. But I, I think when you think about purgatory and you think about uh, Sisyphus, uh, I don't know why they can't be the one and the same. Like the Sisyphus myth was a myth that, like, was a story that told a lesson to the Greek people. Uh, a thousand years later, Christians came up with purgatory, probably a story for the same reasons.
0: But what were the, like? What's the reason it? exist like does there need to be a logical explanation for why if an afterlife exists good people go a different place than bad people like is that is that the genesis of coming up with that story like if everyone dies and you believe in an afterlife then you have to believe that everyone goes to a afterlife and you don't want like people that do good things to go to the same places as people that do bad things so the people that do bad things need to be purged of their badness before they get to the place where the good people are
2: no I, I think this is almost like the primordial ooze that like heaven and the idea of heaven and hell comes from right like it's the um all dead people go to the same place and depending on how bad you were is, is you're gonna have to do like a retrospect and like talk about not talk about but come to terms with all the bad things or horrible things that you did do with all that's what i just regrets. described like the purge like you have to purge yourself of like the the badness and like but you're that, that. You were saying you're saying like the good people go to a different place I, I think the the idea of purgatory is everyone goes to the same place and then you end up in in the good place once. You, yeah, so
0: good people go to the good place, like you just get there fast, you just get there faster.
2: No, but there's no good good
3: people, Adrian, there's already too many damn people in this city. I don't want to be in a place where there's everybody.
2: I mean, that's what that's what's going to be when you die. It's just going to be everybody. You're gonna be partying with Hitler,
3: Hitler, and Jesus. I'm just standing in a line for eternity, like that's what you're saying.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know I I subscribe to my scaling zoom theory. I think it's just gonna be the same as being a sperm in a ball sack. Like there was millions of you then. Why would it be different uh, once you die and you just get put back into a a different kind of ball sack where like life comes (laughs) 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 out
1: of it? Like like any ball sack? Like a goldfish's ball sack depending on it, like in karma reincarnation?
0: Like a ball sack of souls.
1: And then it's just whichever one. God,
3: you're. Almost like God's
0: ball sack. Yeah, God's ball sack. <laughs> That's what they call heaven, the angels. <laughs> oh, you come going back up to God's ball sack? If you, if you like uh, extrapolate the, what is it, that Jewish model of the world um, and how heaven and earth uh, coexist, you just keep drawing that out and it's actually just uh, God's spread legs and his, <laughs> his balls are just the... the oh, yeah the world and heaven together and there we have it coexisting but never the twain shall meet (laughs) I don't know I didn't I didn't like this one maybe it would have been better if I had seen the movie maybe maybe it would have been worse though
2: and there you go purgatory (laughs) so next so next week when we talk about triangle uh (laughs)
0: This could be this could be the podcast. Just every week we force ourselves to talk again about
2: Triangle. That would be that would be a hell of a season. Like we should just pick a Groundhog movie,
3: and then Groundhog Day.
2: Yeah, and Groundhog Day every week. (laughs) Well, but
3: see what we could do. So what we could do is we'd have to do like one week we're following as we just talk about our ideas out loud here on the pod. We follow like just one one week, and the next week we're following just two. And then we're following just three. And, like, you just keep the circle going forever.
0: I don't know. I think a better version would you just be talking about it as if we hadn't talked about it the week prior and see how similar the episodes end up getting. That would be
3: awesome. But somebody is always saying, man, this sounds really familiar. How upset,
0: how upset would you be also, like, if you let's say let's let's say a a podcast that exists and had a a following did this to their listeners like each week you'd get an update like oh new new podcast i'll I'll download this one i'll listen to it on the way to work and then it's just them talking (laughs) slightly differently about the same topic and you're like what the fuck and then like the next week like that was weird i wonder why they uploaded the same episode and then you get an uh, an upload alert (laughs) and then it's like oh shit uh cool cool my favorite podcast that i get to listen to it on the way work and then you you, you open it up loaded it loaded in start playing and then just like wait what the fuck like this can't be right and then you go into the episode list you go back to two episodes you start listening i love it Jeez. yeah
1: it's like you keep it similar enough to where you're like didn't i listen to this already but you go back and that would like,
0: be yeah that would be my purgatory that's my purgatory. Just no, no new content ever. Joseph? Yeah,
1: or like
3: new content that's five percent different from last week.
0: God damn. Yeah, that honestly would be my. Yeah, imagine going to see a movie and like it's a brand new movie, but it's just it's like Jurassic Park. Jurassic so like Park. One yeah. of
3: the dinosaurs is gone. Yeah, for some reason. Yeah, it's not.
0: It's not a No, thing. it's just. It's just actor. It's just. I'm sorry. It's just actor swapped. Like Jeff Goldblum is now like not. <laughs> uh, he. He's. Uh, Kevin Spacey. I don't know any of the characters' names. Fuck! I haven't seen Jurassic Park in a long time. I
3: watch Jurassic Park
0: at least once a month.
3: <laughs> I watch. I, I watch Jurassic like, as a World. Rule? Yeah, yeah, dude. I'm just like, man, it's Jurassic Park day. Let's watch some Jurassic Park.
2: It's not always it's like It's, a, it's a sometimes prescription. number two,
3: sometimes number three. You know, I like to surprise
2: myself. Not number three,
1: <laughs> but never
2: World. Dude, three never awesome. World.
1: Do you include any of the new Jurassic Parks in that, Andre? I like Jurassic
3: World. I feel like the second one was kind of.
2: Do you think they'll do like a Jurassic universe where they like make one on the moon?
3: Yeah, it's going to be the crossover with Fast and the Furious.
0: (laughs) Hobbs and Shaw in space with dinosaurs. That's the name of the movie.
2: Like there's not like a subtitle. It's just Hobbs and Shaw in space with dinosaurs. When that comes out, I think we we'll, we will have fully like tra- transferred to the uh, idiocracy world. I'm not saying if I'm saying when because it'll definitely happen.
3: Yeah, I, I don't know. Man, ideas I, out
0: there in the internet now. Once this gets uploaded, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for um, the ability to just kind of plug in and 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 go away. Like I, I would just want to plug into the plug into the net. Like and Ghost, and of the, really, Ghost in the Ready Player One. Yeah, style? I want a Ready Player One. Yep, all the way. I'm I'm ready for it, man. You just you want to be strapped into the matrix and supply the machines with a battery? Pretty much. That that is my I would be uh I would be fucking Cypher. I would for sure be Cypher. Like get me back in. Give me that steak. <laughs> Give me that steak, <laughs> Give me that boy.
1: Steak. <laughs> uh,
3: so we can't do any mapping with this movie, I'm guessing? I thought Don't we did.
0: So. We mapped to who who no, yeah. we, didn't, we didn't really map. We kind of did. Uh,
2: I'm just two.
3: I'm just two. I feel like in today's environment, nobody wants to be wants to claim to be just three, who's going around shooting people with a
0: shotgun. Because they think it's for their bo- <laughs> uh well. Or a lot of people do, relatively to uh, our historical timeline. Yeah, was- than have ever have ever done before. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna like say, more just,
2: than have ever.
1: Just three actually makes a lot of sense in this timeline because she's doing it because she thinks it'll work out for everyone's benefit in the end. <laughs>
0: But that's... But, like, you can't say... Like, you can't convince me that the people that go into a Walmart and shoot up a bunch of people don't think that. Like, I get they're crazy. Well, the last guy didn't. He
3: just wanted to shoot Mexicans
0: is what he said. But he thought it that was the the making the world a better place.
3: Yeah, and that's I don't why... No, no. I don't think he did. No, I think he just wanted to cause bodily injury
2: to Mexicans. Wait, was that the knife
3: guy? No, this was uh, El Paso. El Paso. Okay. Wait, did you
2: hear about the knife guy in Australia? That's not a knife. This was it a spoon? <laughs> was it a spoon? No, no. He actually ended up killing someone and then um, stabbing some other person. But then like some some guys in a pub saw him and they took like the chairs from the pub and then they kind of like wrangled him in. And then some guy with the tire iron whacked him and then they tackled him, put it, like pinned him down and put a milk crate on his head. And some fat guy was sitting on it until the cops came. The most
0: Australian <laughs> thing ever.
2: <laughs> oh sorry yeah, I, love
0: was, they, did, I love that they I love that they tamed him like a lion <laughs> yeah
3: did the uh, agent of the fat guy look down and say my name's Max <laughs>
0: <laughs> no the guy the guy that was like the perpetrator did <laughs> <laughs> we're pretty close to devolving into I think uh, a kind of environment where it's really easy to just fall into a Sisyphean task and never think that um, things are going to change. Well,
1: is, it is, think, is is it thinking they're never going to change, or is it like thinking it's going to change, knowing it never will?
0: I don't know. That's a good question. I think those are that, that they're two valid ideas. It's almost like is the dark or is the night darkest before the dawn? Like, is it really?
3: Yeah. Um, I mean, clearly it is because Harvey did told us so.
0: He's that christopher nolan did not coin that phrase right god i hope not but it was used very no 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 it's that's a saying that's for sure a saying that's that's a saying from a long time ago it has to be i feel like adrian's googling it right now i'm trying god damn christopher nolan he's incepted us he has incepted us into thinking that he created that phrase what if it was his phrase he just started like telling people as a kid and word got around uh i would believe that christopher nolan is in a purgatory of of his uh own world where he just knows how to make just the right movie for the t- the time period to get everyone hyped about it have any has anyone seen that teaser trailer for uh i don't know what the hell what is it called there's a new movie that he's uh, coming out with and it's got the guy from black clansman in it
3: that doesn't narrow it down to like four big actors in that movie
2: no no, no oh. just the one okay so the the very first time it's always darkest before the dawn was used was in six, 1650 by an English theologian named Thomas Fuller I thought you were going to say Christopher Nolan point- and, and I was going to be like oh <laughs>
3: <laughs> at which point the night was darkest because they just didn't have lights <laughs> does this seem darker to you than last hour yeah definitely like how did they measure that in the 1600s
0: Wait, so what if that's how? That's the only way that they knew, like the sun was going to come up. Like, oh, it's it's pretty dark. It must be just before dawn. <laughs> <laughs> and then three hours later, like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't like a, a motivational like uh, <laughs> saying the way it is now is like, oh, it's it's always darkest for the dawn. Like, oh, it's it's pretty dark. I don't you know how dark is your body it. To, like, it's like get up r- at that time. I I feel like what what is that uh circadian rhythm there's there's like a thought that people had to have different sleep cycles right like the the real natural sleep cycle is ma- waking up in the middle of the night and like doing um i don't know thoughtful tasks for a few hours and then going back to sleep and then waking up like when the sun comes up
1: oh yeah like sleeping like in 4 hour increments or something like that
2: yeah yeah that's so weird. It makes a lot of sense, though. What's even weirder to think is that it feels like it's so lo- like long ago, but when people uh, read by candlelight, they still had that same rhythm. It wasn't until electricity showed up like just a couple hundred years ago that, that things actually changed.
0: Was it a couple hundred years? I thought so. Man, we should just call this uh, podcast fact-checking. <laughs> <laughs> so you see, we had electricity
3: in 1819.
0: Yeah. I mean, technically we had electricity since there were thunderstorms, Andre. That's true. We just couldn't harness have to it. You
3: tell me, I was stuck on the runway in Orlando for 2 hours because of that.
0: Did you end oh, up Oh man, at least you weren't at the the Hong Kong airport. Did you all hear about that?
1: No, what happened?
0: They're going to Tiananmen those people.
3: Oh, the protesters?
0: Yeah protesters took over the airport and like
2: canceled all flights in and out of Hong Kong
1: oh shit that's wow I
2: heard it was getting bad there I didn't realize it was that quite that bad I mean yeah. now we're just talking about current events yeah 1870's Andre was one of the first incandescent light bulb that like screws in came to be so they had stuff before then but 50 years before then yeah, apparently in 19- 1821, they had already figured out electromagnets. So they were doing some silly things with uh, electricity way back then.
3: When was the first time electricity was used? <laughs> He's
1: like, he doesn't-
3: 1882.
1: He's like, I don't believe it. I need to check this on my
3: own. <laughs> Who discovered the electricity? Man, I love Google. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) did albert einstein invent anything (laughs) here's a good one who invented zero (laughs) did these questions just go out of control anyway i think uh joseph you want to wrap us up here
0: no i want to put us in this uh purgatorial Feeling for <laughs> as long as, as as it takes for us to become a good podcast. So until <laughs> until we start sh- shining gold at our asses with the way we uh, <laughs> have hot takes on current events, you're gonna stay on with me. <laughs> I think you should uh,
2: ask uh, Hondo for a quick take on a uh, triangle.
0: Yeah, uh, Hondo. Uh, before I get Andre's long take, why don't we uh, get a quick take on triangle? <laughs> <coughs> only uh, well,
1: like, I can remember what I said the first time that would have been, been a good cue right there no,
3: I can just, just, I mean I can edit, just yeah, yeah I can edit, edit just it Joseph yeah. just splices it <laughs> yeah
0: that's what's gonna happen but you all know what time it is it's been a flat circle from the Gasis Podcast Network remember be yourself just like everyone else and we'll catch you next time Triangle